Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and here on Just Some Magic we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. So whether you're counting down the days till your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing to be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. Today's story is going to take us all the way to Greece and other places. We have my friend Amanda come on and share her most magical moments during her trips with Adventures by Disney, which is something not a lot of us Disney fans get to enjoy. She shares with us how amazing it is and effortless the planning goes and also what to do when you get injured in a foreign country. Also, she shared with us in the question portion of the interview how she truly feels about Figment and if she is a parade person or not. So stay tuned for that. If you guys are new to the show, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And last but not least, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share and possibly be read on the show, please go to justamagic.com and submit your story there. I cannot wait to read them. But now, on with the show. another friend back she is wonderful a disney enthusiast like so passionate about it we we talk so much off camera we're like wait we need to record this so (laughs) we have amanda yay i am so happy to be back i told morgan before we start i could probably talk to a brick wall about disney for two hours so let's go Yes, I love it. Like, and she actually came up with a couple other episode ideas that we will eventually record. We probably don't have enough time in one day to do it. So be on the lookout for Amanda in more episodes because she's just got some great ideas and some great content for us. I hope you guys don't get sick of me. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never. So do you want to give us a little teaser about what you're going to talk about today? Like, Yeah, so today I'm going to be talking about a few different trips I've taken with my family on Adventures by Disney. So if you guys haven't heard of Adventures by Disney, I'll also call it ABD for short. So ABDs are trips taken either within the United States or in different places in the world. And your tour guides are actually Disney cast members. And it's super exciting. Some people call me crazy. But if you really want to sprinkle Disney in every aspect of your life, you can find a Disney reference with Adventures by Disney. So I'll tell you guys about two of the trips I've been on. Yay! And we're so excited about that. And I'm really excited to learn more about it too because I have never been on one. And I know Amanda has, and that is like one of the reasons I wanted to have her on because it's a unique Disney experience that not everybody gets to do. So we're really looking forward to that. But just like always, we will ask her a couple questions for those of you who haven't seen her first episode she's been on just to get to know her a little bit better. So I'll ask the same question again, but why do you love Disney? We'll start we start with that one. Yeah. So as I said last time, I'm Disney Parks person. I'm not a movies person or a TV show person. I'll watch it and put it on in the background, but parks are my number one love. And obviously I love Disney. And one of the other things that I love is traveling and seeing the world. I 
you know, have been very fortunate to travel to many places in the world. And my family has a joke that every place we go to, my mom, she's the one who always plans everything. She always finds a Disney reference, you know, where uh, some movie has been shot there or, you know, uh, there's an Adventure by Disney trip, which I'll talk about later. You know, we always joke that there is literally always a Disney reference. So I I love to be able to talk about my love for Disney and travel all in the same episode. I love that so much. Sidebar was recently just traveling and I ended up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And that's where High School Musical was set in. And I looked it up thinking, oh, I should just go visit where they shot High School Musical. Nope. They shot it in Utah. And yeah. I was just like, no, but there was that golf course. I didn't have enough time to find it where they shot, I think High School Musical 2, where Zac Efron is singing. Um, the ben. Country Club. Yeah. Bet on it. Bet on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was so funny. But anyway, I love that you guys see that. I always try to like look for little things like that too. So I'll ask a couple more questions. Um, if you could go on any retired Disney ride, whether you've been on it or not, which ride would it be? Okay. I apologize to everybody who grew up going to Disney World, but I need to have been on that original Figment ride. I'm so sorry. Hot take. I hate Figment. I do not understand it. He is, uh, I'm so sorry. He's an ugly little dragon, little purple dragon. I love the idea of him, you know, Figment of your imagination, little cute dragon. I don't understand it. The first time I ever went to Disney World, I was in probably sixth or seventh grade. You know, you think you're too cool for school. You're like, WTF is that? Like, no, mom, I'm not going on that ride. Like, I'm too cool for that. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, wow, I really wish I went on that ride. Because like the POV videos just don't give you enough mm-hmm. understanding and love and appreciation for it. So I need to go on it. I need to know why people like oh. like Figment. I don't get it. I'm so sorry. I offended so many people. But <laughs> That's a good one. I love it. Yeah, I would love to go on that one again, too. I have been on it as a kid. And that, I believe, is one of the driving factors of why I'm such a creative person in the sense of like I pursued an art degree. And I just think very creatively. And I think Figment had a lot to do with that. But I, I still go on the new version of journey into imagination but I do very much miss the old one I would really much like to go on that with you so if we could go back and forth, I'll go I'll take you with me and we'll go together <laughs> yeah once the world goes back to normal no yeah um yeah you're one of those people I just don't get but you know what go for it it's a shorter line for me at test track and Soren. go for it ride the ride <laughs> it's, a, it's a people eater for sure yeah um, <laughs> this kind of plays into the question we just asked but what is an unpopular Disney opinion you have Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about it because I feel like Figment is my unpopular Disney opinion. Okay. Oh, I got one. Okay. So my unpopular Disney opinion is I do kind of like the homogenization of Disney parks. So for people who don't, you know, are not as crazy into Disney as I am, you know how they've been putting a lot of different rides like, you know, Tron from Shanghai, they're now putting into Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. They're having Ratatouille from France and putting them into Epcot. As Mm -hmm. someone who's fortunate enough to travel to different places in the world, it's kind of crappy because it, you know, it's making everything the same, hence the homogenization of the Disney parks. Mm -hmm. But I don't mind it because I want Pooh's Honey Hunt at Disneyland or Disney World because then I can ride it more often because as fortunate as I am to go to those places I can't ride them very often yeah I can't fly there like every few weeks when I feel like riding it so yeah. I actually don't mind it I know a lot of people in the community are not fans of it but I actually don't mind it you make up some pretty good points too I actually watched a whole video yesterday about Disney and their copy and paste of a lot of rides like of course you have the classics that like Space Mountain Big Thunder Mountain 
Um, is he the guy with like the Epcot background with the blue and pink? What's his yes, name? Yes, his um, accent. Uh, he's got an accent. Um, Waltoniers. Uh, oh, yes. No. no, 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 no. I think you're, no. That's what he calls his fan base. Oh God, I'm he so sorry. I literally. Yes, yes, yes. I literally watched that the other day, and I. That's what made it. me think of it. Yeah. <laughs> I I literally watched that yesterday, and he's so good. He is such good about news. So shout out to him. I'd love to get you on the show. For sure. I want to be on it. <laughs> it's so great. You know, his breakdown of that whole thing was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of against it for the point that he made of, you know, traveling is eventually not at the current moment will get so much easier. And, you know, if a lot of these parks are copy and paste, it's not going to be as exciting to go visit every single Disney park in the world. But I, at the current state we're in, you know, us going to the parks all the time, you know, I mm-hmm. I would love, you know, like you said, Pooh's Honey Hunt here or mm-hmm. like Tokyo Disney's in- version of Indiana Jones with all of their effects or other other rides. I haven't been to any other international parks, but, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I do love that currently. But mm-hmm. in the long term, I think it would be nice to have different things or different versions of it. I wish Galaxy's Edge was a little bit different in both of the parks. I think it would be cool if they put um, the original trilogy at the original Disney park at Disneyland mm. and then they had the new stuff at Disney World. I think that would have been really unique because, you know, mm. a lot of people love the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyway, we can have a whole episode about that. We should get him on here. Do you, do oh, you for know? sure. Um, But yeah, sorry. Back to your question. Okay. Which land do you find yourself spending the most time in? Hmm. I am a big, talking about Disneyland specifically, I'm a big mm. adventure land person. I love the forest. I love mm. nature. I'm not like a big camper or anything, but mm. I love that whole area because for me and my boyfriend, we just love to sit over there and just sit down, hang out. I feel like typically when it's not too busy, that is like the best place to hang out and people watch. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it's also got great rides. I'm a big Jungle Cruise fan. I love a good oh, yeah. dad joke. So yes. and Indiana Jones, I'm a fan. Oh, and Bangle Barbecue. Oh, yeah, that's where it's at. And then their like slushy drink, I forgot what it's called, but it's like purple and green with mm-hmm. the bulb in it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, sometimes Tarzan's Treehouse, like I love going if I'm there at Rope Trap, I will mm-hmm. run to Tarzan's Treehouse, climb all the way to the tippy top and just watch the crowds just run towards Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's kind of fun. Um, that's so good. I love it. Adventureland. I love that one. And the music's good there too. I love the ambiance. Oh yeah. And subtle plug if you want to go look at my Instagram. Speaking of my boyfriend, he drew on a dress that I got and did the entire Adventureland, like different parts of it, all down the bottom of my dress. It is a work of art. He did such a good job. I, ha- I don't post a lot on Instagram, so you don't have to scroll back that far. <laughs> but go look at it. It is so yes. cool. Oh, my gosh. And what is your Instagram? Oh, just a small world, girl. Awesome. Um, my next question is for Amanda is, if you could be in any Disney stage show, what stage show would it be? Okay, so fun fact about me, I used to be a dancer, a tap dancer specifically growing up, Mm. did it for about 10 years, and I really wanted to go to Chapman University and be a parade performer as like my side job when I went to school. So it's not a stage show, but I always wanted to be a parade performer. I love that. Is there a specific unit or costume or parade you'd want to be in specifically? Uh, no, I'm not. A, it's it's funny because I don't like parades typically, but I uh. wanted 
to be in a parade. <laughs> like I, it's like me. I don't like haunted houses, but boy, do I want to be a scare actor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> so honestly, just to be anyone to be on there, I really love to meet new people and just the idea that I could, you know, just by looking at a little kid, you could make their day. Mm-hmm. with your parade performer I just love that so I would love to be able to spread that kind of magic to someone but obviously I never did it I've never been a cast member so it breaks my heart because my favorite thing about Disney is to walk around and see different performances and mm-hmm. see you know the little shows that cast members put on so yeah. it breaks my heart and my heart goes out to every cast member out there whether you're still employed or not we love you Sweet. and we're thinking of you we do. It, it's so sad. Like breaks my heart because they are the ones that make the magic. Yeah. And that's exactly why like I am just raring to go to Disneyland. I want to spend all my money. I want to get those cast members hired back, get their numbers up. Like, There's never been a better time for hashtag Disney take my money. <laughs> like, for real. This is the time. If you've got it, do it. <laughs> my next question is, what is your favorite nighttime entertainment? Ooh. Okay. So. I'm going to get very specific. Oh, 60th okay. anniversary Disneyland World of Color. It would make me cry oh. every single time because there's a part in it. Neil Patrick Harris was, I, I literally watch it when I need a good cry on YouTube. Oh. And <laughs> there was a part where Neil Patrick Harris said, he, he like incorporated a quote from Walt Disney. Um, it's one of the captions of one of my Instagrams. And it was like, mm-hmm. I grew up going to Disney and Disney provided me so much magic and love. And he like Neil Patrick Harris kind of like speaks from the heart mm-hmm. and talks about how much he loves Disney. Every time it would make me cry because it reminds myself of when I would grow up and go to Disney. You know, my parents took me all the time, even though I grew up in Northern California, we were fortunate mm-hmm. enough to go about once a year until we got annual passes. And we went about four times a year it's a huge part of my identity. So that specific world of color, I would love if they brought it back. It just speaks to me as a Disney lover. I need to watch that. I'm when we're done, I'm going to go YouTube it and go get a good cry because I'm a big Neil Patrick Harris fan too. Yeah. Get a box of tissues. Yeah. Perfect. I'll be prepped for sure. Ugly cry. If Disney were to build another park, whose castle would you like to be the main center point of the park? I don't have something in particular, but I would love to have a villain, like some of the villains layers to be mm-hmm. one of the center because my mom absolutely loves Disney villains. That's like all of her mm-hmm. favorite characters. And the last one I had talked about how my love, my interactions with Disney villains. I'm not a big character meet and great person, but every single villain I see who's got a short line, I will go meet them because yes. it's so much fun having interactions with them. So to be able to have a park I feel like in our generation too, we're embracing both sides, the dark and the light. Mm -hmm. We don't really see the bad guys as the bad guys. Mm -hmm. We can see the parts of them, especially as we've grown up that we can really identify with. So I would love, you know, like in uh, Paris, Disney, how there's the dragon underneath Mm -hmm. the Maleficent's dragon. I would love if that animatronic could be outside and (gasps) wrapped around. Like that would just be (sighs) incredible. Almost Give the villains to, more love. Uh, Diagon Alley at Universal in Orlando. I think that would be cool, but like a little more exactly. moving and a little more fire breathing. But imagine that being Maleficent, like a whole like villains area, a whole villains mm-hmm. park even. That would be amazing. I've heard people talk about a villains park. Like I know it's not going to come true anytime soon, but I think that would be a huge 
hit. I think that would be amazing for my own personal selfish reasons. I would love like kind of going off of your thing with the dragon. I would love Maleficent's lair because it's all Mm -hmm. dark, but it's still like a broken down castle and her goons are everywhere. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm on board with this villain's idea. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I mean, think about all the amazing interactions you could have. Oh, I'm dying just thinking about it. Like Cruella is so fun. Dr. Facilier is really fun. He's Gaston. Oh, there's there's so many fun avenues that they could do. I love it. Oh, yeah. What ride do you wish Disney could create? I wish. I'm a big thrill seeker person. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see, I don't know, maybe one of those movies like Inside Out as a roller coaster. Like something you don't typically see all the time. Like but put it in like a whole Cars Land theme, right? Have a whole immersive area. I'm trying to think like what specific. And then a therapist at the end of it. <laughs> I know, seriously. I, know, I, I think that'd be very popular. <laughs> we all need it. Let's be real. Especially after 2020, it. we need it. Yes. That would be really yeah. cute. Like riding on the train. Mm-hmm. Train of thought. I live inside out. It's like one of my favorite movies. So. To have a whole area themed as that, it'd be amazing. Thousand percent agree. I love it. Okay, I will ask this. What Disney movie would you like to be represented in the parks more? Whether it's kind of done a little bit, but not really, but like I would love. I'm really happy that they're adding more Marvel into the parks. I think that is really, really exciting. I am absolutely dying for Disneyland to open so we mm-hmm. can see Avengers Campus. Yes. Um, but I would love if they could incorporate my favorite movie is Big Hero 6. So I would love if like the kitty area, you know, because, you know, if you're going to have a park or a themed area, there's got to be, you know, the high thrill stuff, middle kitty area. I would love mm-hmm. a Big Hero 6 because believe it or not, it is Marvel. Yes. Stan Lee makes a cameo and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be super awesome. That would be really, really fun. Did you, you've been to Tokyo. Did you mm-hmm. see the Dreaming Up Parade? I'm not a parade person. <laughs> Big Hero 6 is in it. He's at the end. He's got such a cool flow. Oh, my gosh. I need to change you and be a parade person. I don't even want to say, like, be a parade person. I just want you to just see it once. Because that parade is unlike any. Like, if I could only pick for you to see one parade, it would be Dreaming Up at Tokyo. That's all I can and then the second maybe one day because it is like bonkers okay i've seen the easter parade from the line of Pooh's honey hunt and that was enough for me so (laughs) it is very high energy like oh my gosh all drinking like three cups of coffee right before because they are like i was like i love how you know it yeah my family we always joke whenever we see each other because we had no idea about it because we're not parade people or show people Mm -hmm. typically I only see those when I'm with friends um so whenever you know I call my mom on Easter I'm like happy Easter yes and they're like crazy (laughs) because they're little bouncy yeah (laughs) oh I meant to bring this up when you were talking about your tap dancing background and I know you haven't seen shows but there is this show called the Grand Bandstand I believe or the Grand it's in Tokyo Disney Sea it's in like the New York section but before I didn't know much about the show but after seeing it, I was like, this is so great. I'm so glad we waited an hour or something for this. Like, it was phenomenal. There's a lot of tap dancing in it. No and way. There's tons, tons and tons and tons. So I think 
forget the parades. If you like tap dancing, do that show. I'll I'll find a YouTube video and send it to you. And then you'll be like, wow. oh my God, changing everything. Oh my gosh. Well, when I graduated college, I had gone through a breakup and I was like, I need to move to Tokyo and I need to be a princess or a performer. They're always looking for different heights of different people. Like I'm doing it. I never did it. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I could have done. Oh, man, I miss my calling. The tap dancer in Tokyo, Disney. How amazing. Thank you so much for answering those, but I will now let you take it away and share your magic. Yeah. So as I said earlier, I have been fortunate enough to go on two Adventures by Disney trips. Again, I'll just be shortening it to ABD. And so the first Adventures by Disney trip I ever went on, uh, my parents are amazing and we love to travel with them still today. So I'm going to be completely transparent. I did not pay for this myself. My amazing parents did. And so we went to Greece for our first trip, which I was super excited for because Greece is one of those places that has incredible history. Uh, but we just you know, weren't comfortable planning the trip ourselves. We've been to so many places around the world and there just becomes a point where you're like, hey, I really don't want to have to worry and think about, especially if you're traveling to different places within the same country, it can get a little overwhelming to try to find yourself yeah. transportation and flights. And, and where to eat by, for dinner and what activities to do. Like, Oh yeah. Sometimes you, you just kind of, <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes you just kind of sit there and just soak in the culture and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to waste my time here. Like this is a, my, the way my family looks at it is if we're going to go somewhere, this is going to be the one and only time we will ever go. So mm -hmm. we just the same way we do Disney, right? We hit everything at once. That's how we travel. So, you know, as my parents have gotten older, they don't want to do all that kind of research. It's very overwhelming. It takes a lot of time. So mm -hmm. that's why we decided to do Adventures by Disney. So this is not the first Adventures by Disney trip my parents did. They actually did their first trip to Hong Kong and Shanghai Ooh. Disney through Adventures by Disney because they weren't sure how to travel around China. So they mm -hmm. did it through them and they loved it so much. They invited me and my brother to go on one to Greece, which oh. is just a Amazing. So we started out in Athens. I don't know if it's changed. I believe I went in fall of 2018. So when I went to Tokyo, it was February of 2018. That was a good year for me travel wise. Yes. <laughs> All the big places. Yeah. So we started out in Athens and they took us out to Delphi. And I mean, if anybody's thought, I mean, if you've seen Hercules, which I love Hercules, the movie, uh -huh. yes. it's essentially all the places they show. And what I love about Disney is they make it so every time you go somewhere, it's at the lowest time and there's not a lot of uh, tourists there. So what I loved about Disney is like they told you when to wake up, they told you when to go to breakfast, and they would just take you places. It was amazing. So when that is really cool. Like, I, that's not something you think about. Like, you know, tour guides are just going to take you when you go. They're not going to be like, oh, let's go at the lowest time. So, yeah, that yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. So when we went to the the Parthenon, which I feel like is one of those things in Athens that, like, you must go to. And when we went there, we went right when they opened. It was one of our earliest mornings. But they were sure to tell us that, like, hey. Like we are taking in there in the morning because trust me, it can get ridiculously crowded. And what's fantastic is that they, because the guides who go, so you typically have two or three guides, 
uh, the one that I went on in Greece, we had two guides. One was, you know, a Disney cast member who, you know, travels to that country with you. They are also from the States typically. Um, and they're the ones who basically schedule everything. And then you have a local guide. So this guide was from Athens and lives in Athens. Yeah. yeah. So the one who comes there all the time, they know the best places to take photos. So there are photos of us at the Parthenon and it looks like not a single soul is there. That's like, impressive. There's thousands of people there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, that is so cool. And what I love about it is you got the little earpiece. So if you're into history, you can totally tune in. And if you don't care, flip out your earbud. Like if you're over it, right, you've heard too much history. So that's what I love about Adventures by Disney. Oh, and they give you pins every day with all the places that you went to. So obviously, that's not the reason to pay an arm and a leg to go to an Adventures (laughs) by Disney trip. But man, was I happy to have all of them. (laughs) Yeah, because every time you look at those pins, you can be like, oh. I was there. I remember this time, this time. I love it. Yeah. So I'll show if you guys are looking at the video. I have a Mickey Mouse that says ancient Athens and he's at the Parthenon and he's throwing a disc like he's in the original Olympics. It's so cute. Mickey. (laughs) Cute. I know, right? Oh, I'll yeah. definitely, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, and it's so great because, as I said, you can kind of, like, listen to the history when you want to. But um, what's amazing is, believe it or not, you have a special guest, Tinkerbell. Every time you go from one hotel to the next place, you leave your bag as outside your room about an hour before you're supposed to leave. So that's usually when you go to breakfast, right? Uh-huh. And Tinkerbell picks up your bags. And by the time you fly and get to the next place, Tinkerbell puts your bags in your room. That is so cool. It is. I have never not been stressed international traveling. It is the most stress-free travel I have ever had. And you're in a foreign country, right? Like, yeah. That alone, if you're able to pay for, you know, extra money for a stress-free travel, that's what Adventures by Disney is all about. And I know some people who are like, you know, into Disney like myself, right? Into the parks, but like when you're traveling around the world, you, you want to learn about where you are in the world and not about Mickey and not about many, you know? And that's what I have to say about it is it's, it's amazing because they'll kind of read off the group. They'll find the people who are obsessed with Disney and they'll throw you some Disney facts, right? Mm-hmm. I personally have only been on adults only trips, so you can bring kids on it and they'll actually take the kids away and do like kids activities. So it's perfect for everybody. Exactly. So it's great if you have kids and you don't want to be stressed and you're maybe one of their first times going abroad. You don't have to stress about having your young kids going abroad. And getting bored just... or not understanding what's going on. Exactly. They would hate to hear all all of the uh, history at the Parthenon, right? They just want to hear funny, interesting little stories. They want to see baby Pegasus somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Um, but my family, we're a bunch of kids on the adults only. They ask if you want to do the kids stuff. So obviously we do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's little Mickey things thrown in here and there. But for the most part, it is not that Disney oriented. So if that's something people are worried about, you do not have to worry about that. I would be very interested in something like that because, like, knowing that it comes from Disney, too, like, yes, I might not be able to afford it, but I think knowing that Disney is putting their attention, you know, customer service level that they have at the parks into an Adventures by Disney trip where you can go somewhere completely different and learn something so new Mm -hmm. and still get to take everything. I I don't, I don't, I I really want to do one now. I really, really want to do one. Like, that is so cool. 
And that, you know, to tell a little story, hopefully my brother won't mind me sharing this, but when we were actually at the original Olympic Stadium when we were in Greece, you could, they, for the kids version, like what I was talking about, you can do a race and, you know, whoever gets there, you know, at the end of the line first gets a little medal and you get to stand on the original podium, you know. Um, so my brother went to go do it, but he's a total, he used to be a track runner and he got oh. a little too excited and he tripped and completely skinned his knees, like oh, really no. bad skinned his knees. Um, and that's one of those things you like, which of course he can laugh about it now, but mm -hmm. in the moment you're in an international place, you've just hurt yourself. Like this is the moment that every single person in our family would have a panic attack. Where's a pharmacy? What's the word for pharmacy? In yes. Do oh, I have enough you proper currency to get what I need? Yeah. What do we need? Because medication and stuff is, you can't say I want Advil. Advil doesn't <laughs> exist in Greece. <laughs> Right. So what's the word for Advil or, you know, pain medication. Right. So our local Greek guide gave us a map and told us how to get there and wrote down a list of everything that we need. And so we could just hand it in Greek to the person at the pharmacy so that we could get everything we needed. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. As you're saying, the, the Disney customer service that you look for. Mm -hmm. So even if heaven forbid something does happen they will make sure you are treated and they will, you know, the second we know the next day came, um, the Greek guide came up to us and said, were you able to get everything? Let me see. Did they give you everything? You know, making sure that we were totally comfortable and checking on my brother every single day. Good. It was awesome. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Yeah. You're selling me on it. I really want to do it. Now. <laughs> and what's also great about it too, is there's built in free time. So it's not like constantly being watched and told what to do. Some people like that. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. um, so there's free time where you can go shop and they'll kind of like let you go at a, you know, a town square and they'll tell you places to go. So if you have no idea what you're doing, they'll point you to areas. If you want to learn about history, there's a museum close by. If you want to go shopping, this is a great store where my family, we always had something planned that we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's great. It's a super laid back trip where you feel like you hit every highlight at the best time. You make me want to go on it. And that was just your first one you did, correct? Your first adventure yeah. here, your ABD? Mm -hmm. Yes, we love acronyms indeed. here in the Disney fandom. I know. We, we can't ever say things fully. Yeah, so, so really quick to kind of finish it up. We started in Athens and we went to Santorini, of course, and we ended in Crete, which is actually never a place I would have traveled to, but Crete ended up being my favorite. So it's actually the oh. biggest island off the coast of Greece. Obviously, Santorini is the one you think of when you think of Greece. That was actually my least favorite place that we went to because it's too touristy for my type mm -hmm. where Crete feels like, which granted they give you like the top tier hotels, like five star. So of course Disney thinks about it and they give you the best hotel last. I'm not kidding. There were literal fireworks at night. I don't know if it was like planned by <laughs> Disney or like a big wedding was happening at the hotel, but literally one night we were just hanging out in our rooms and we heard fireworks. We're like, of course, Disney would somehow magically have fireworks at night outside our hotel room. Like, are you kidding me? I love it. It's like, yeah, there's no rides, Disney rides, but boy, we got some fireworks. Oh, it, it always follows you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. 
amazing. Yeah, Crete was actually my favorite place, which is so funny. But yeah, I love it because, you know, they also bring you to places you may not think is cool. But that ended up being my favorite spot. I never would have done it if it wasn't for Disney. Everybody save up your money. <laughs> I know. And yeah, that's the other thing I have to say is like, I, don't, I forget if I've said this before, like Adventures by Disney, I understand it is expensive, but I highly recommend it because some of the things which I'll explain in my second Adventures by Disney, you can't do unless if you pay Adventures by Disney to do something like this, or you just happen to know somebody. Mm-hmm. Like if you've never, like, for example, I know you said you traveled internationally for the first time in uh to go to Tokyo Disney you know Mm -hmm. if you necessarily don't feel comfortable and you want to do like what my parents did and you really want to go to Hong Kong and Shanghai or even go somewhere in Europe they have a trip to Spain that my parents and I have been looking at which is just incredible you know if you're not comfortable traveling by yourself and you, you know you want to have a group to go along with you, especially if you want to think about doing, you know, a solo travel, you can totally do that. I highly recommend if you can only, you know, go somewhere once in your life, do it with Disney. But if you're an experienced traveler, maybe do it in, you know, spend your money and do it in an area you may not feel super comfortable or it's hard to find Mm -hmm. information on. You know, when I was saying about Tokyo Disney, it's kind of hard to find information on it uh, because everything, you know, is typically not in English. So Mm -hmm. that's what I would say. Yeah. So for my other Adventures by Disney trip, uh, the reason my family did it. So it's called a short escape to it's like the back lot of Disney. So there's a whole week long version or there's like a short condensed weekend. And you actually get to tour Disney Studios and Imagineering with Imagineers. So this is in California. You didn't have to fly anywhere. You just probably had a couple hours drive, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I drove. My parents flew in. This is when they lived in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And they all drove in. We all drove down to, or they flew in. I drove down to Disneyland. And we got to stay at the Grand Californian, which is just incredible. That lobby is beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love just sitting there by the fireplace sometimes, listening to the Mm -hmm. piano. Yeah, and this is actually almost one year ago to date from when we're talking about this right now. It was, I believe, this weekend in 2019. I believe it was like the 16th or 17th of October that we did our trip. So believe it or not, on our first night, they gave us free tickets to the Halloween party in California Adventure. What? That is so mm-hmm. fun. The Oogie Boogie Bash and last year was its first year. Um, and that's what I love about Disney. If they were like, oh, here you go. And we're like, what? Like, this is amazing. My family loves doing them. But of course, for this year or last year, we didn't want to spend the extra money because we're spending all this money to do this adventure mm-hmm. by Disney. And then they just gift you free tickets. You're like, okay, well, might as well. <laughs> I know, right? It's amazing. So we toured Disney Studios. If you're not super familiar, there is a Disney backlot for like all of the Disney animation. It's actually in Burbank. Hilariously, I live close to that area. Mm-hmm. So I drive by it fairly often, which is funny. And then there's Imagineering, which is just a few blocks away and hilariously in a different town called Glendale. So mm-hmm. you can, you do the back lot in Burbank and they take you around. And what's cool about it is it's different if you, you know, obviously if you know somebody and they can sometimes get you on the back lot, mm-hmm. but it's different because they take you into someone's office who is an animator and they'll show you what they're working oh, on. They take God. you down into the Disney archives, right? And they were able to give you a little bit more history not that I'm knocking anything about going to, you know, one of these places and having a cast member show you themselves, mm-hmm. but it's just a slightly different experience. And of course, yeah. you can shop at all the shops. And because you're with Adventures by Disney, you can shop in the cast member sections. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, because I actually have 
had a really brief day that I got a friend took me that was a cast member and yours is probably way more thorough like we did go into the Disney archives and look around but we didn't really necessarily know what we were looking at like yes there was like a little plaque that like described a little bit of what we were looking at but probably not nearly as thorough and as detailed and as backstage as what you're getting with Adventures by Disney. Yeah and I hate that I'm forgetting about it but they actually took out an Emmy and let us hold it for a picture like a real Emmy. What? That is so cool. I know. And this was right after they also changed the redhead. So they had the original redhead, the we wants the redhead animatronic in there. So of course I was freaking out like any Disney fanatic would. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then we went over to Imagineering and we actually got to see, um, so Fun fact, I actually work in construction, fun fact, uh, Disney, so I find all Disney construction also fascinating on top yes. of loving Disney parks. They do models for every single park that they build because they want to be able to show, you know, the artists and the people who do all the texture on the walls. They want to be able to feel and see the lands and the attractions mm-hmm. before they're built. So they always build them in model sizes. So we got to see different models at the time. I forget because when we went to Imagineering, you're sometimes not allowed to share what you see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we got to see a model of a land that has not come out yet, just in case I'm not going to share everything. Okay. A model for a land that still today is not, you know, fully built yet. Does it happen to be with superheroes? No. Oh. I know. It was no, an international like, park. Oh, is <laughs> so it? So let your mind go wild. <laughs> I'm going to ask you after we're done recording because I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, so cool. But they also had the models for Galaxy's Edge as well. So it's super cool to see the original models and how you can tell like as a Disney fanatic like you and I are and spend so much time there. I could see the little differences in colors that they mm-hmm. changed. You know, the little differences that you could see on the little model to real life. So that was absolutely amazing. They even showed us a video in this like big room that they had in Imagineering of, I think it's Mystic Manor is in Shanghai, not Hong Kong. Someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. I know it's in one of those two because obviously we've been to Tokyo and we know it's not there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of those. So they gave us a whole ride through of one of, of that ride, which, you know, kind of bummed me out as a person who wanted to see it myself, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And they showed us how the technology works and how they were able, They the Imagineer specifically made it. So it's a trackless system for people who don't know. It's like their version of Haunted Mansion. Sorry, I probably mm-hmm. should have started with that. The, the story of it is like this little monkey named Albert that he steals a gem or opens a treasure chest or something, and then mm-hmm. chaos ensues. And Exactly. Okay, I'm right then. Yes, that it, okay. I chose the right ride. Thank goodness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen yeah. videos of it but I have not been in person and I very much want to it looks I mean who can say that they talked to Imagineer who helped design that ride and explain to you and stop videos to show you why they made the decisions they did I mean that is a once in a lifetime opportunity absolutely so us yeah. big Disney fans, we always want to pick an Imagineer's brain. It's like, why did you do this? Or what happened with that? And I, that is so freaking cool. Oh, I am sure every single cast member we stopped to, to talk to. I had questions, obviously, for every single one. I <sighs> I could tell when they were done. They were like, okay, uh, anyone else? Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I love that. And- yeah. And then Believe it or not, we actually ended our entire trip with doing backstage tours at Disneyland and California Adventure. So we actually got to go backstage at Indiana Jones and got to see how all of the rides work. So we actually got to work 
they have one ride system when they like park them and they do the maintenance phase. That's where Mm -hmm. we went. I actually got to like press, bring the back up or bring the front up. And you can see how high they tilt. Morgan, I think we should be scared of Indiana Jones. (laughs) Okay. Like Indiana Jones is, I've asked you in the last episode you're on, what is your dream ride to get Mm -hmm. stuck on? Mine is Indiana Jones. And that is so freaking cool. I am like, you can't see me, but my jaw is dropped right now. That is so amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I wish I could show you pictures. Obviously, Disney is very secretive about their backstage stuff. Of course. Um, so I can speak about this kind of stuff, but we can't take pictures. We can't take videos. They even take your cell phones at times, mm-hmm. um, which of course, I'm here to preserve the magic as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that is just once in a lifetime. And then at California Adventure, we actually went to the cars oh. from Radiator Springs Racers back end. And they, so the maintenance bay of that mm-hmm. one. It looks like a literal car maintenance shop because they have rear tire, like real tires on it. Oh and we can God. actually sit in the maintenance bay and look up at a screen and it has the entire track and the cars are different colors depending mm-hmm. on how they're doing. So they're obviously crazy sophisticated computers and what? you can see on there. So they know the second it goes down, what car it was and what the issue was. So we could see yeah, how close the cars are. And they even explained to us if, you know, for people who live in the California area knows how much it goes down. Mm-hmm. And they explained to us that the, I'm going to be horrible at explaining this. So I apologize in advance. There are little like ring pods you can get that like admit a Wi-Fi energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people who travel internationally bring it. I know I've used one. Actually, the first time I ever used one was to an adventure by Disney and Greece. So we don't have to like pay for service. We just mm-hmm. use Wi-Fi from this little pod. Yes. Uh, those are actually the main reason why Radiator Springs goes down. Because as I was explaining from that maintenance bay, they need to be able to hear and read the signal from the cars. Mm-hmm. That Wi-Fi signal disrupts the signal to the maintenance bay. So um, it's like an auto shutoff sequence that the ride does when it can't connect to the maintenance bay. Oh, so if one car is acting up, it'll shut down the whole thing. Whole ride. Mm-hmm. So fun fact, if you've got like an external Wi-Fi system, please, for the love of God, shut it off before you go on Radiator Springs Racers. Yes, or you're going to be in that ride a lot longer than you want to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is so fascinating. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. That is so cool. I had no idea that that's mm-hmm. what it did. I know, right? Yeah, that's a sad thing. I mean, that's what's interesting is, you know, as a Disney fanatic, Disney Parks fanatic, you always think, like, why do rides go down? And why do some rides go down than mm-hmm. others? You know, I've learned on Space Mountain at Disneyland, if they've got all the cars in, you'll hear that beeping noise, you know, all the uh-huh. cars in, like, the main ride system. If people aren't getting in and out fast enough of those seats, the whole car, like, the whole ride will break down because the ride, like, the cars will get too close to one another oh. and it'll shut down. I've just noticed that from just my own, of myself noticing it because yeah. when I go with my friends, obviously, we can go any time of the year. But sometimes when I go with families, we go over Christmas or Thanksgiving or, you know, a holiday where there's lots of people there. That's yeah. why those cast members like try to get you out of those seats really fast sometimes. Yeah. They break down the whole ride. I, I always joke that the Space Mountain cast members at Disneyland are trying to get you out of the seats before the lap bars are even up. And it's like, I, <laughs> I would if I could, but that totally makes sense why they do that. 
That's why every time I'm with people, I'm like, you get your butt out of the seat right away because I do not want to be the reason. All the people behind us have to wait. <laughs> I almost like chuck my bag onto the floor first and then I get myself out of it or like uh, onto the platform. So and uh-huh. then I get myself out of it. So I'm a little bit faster. <laughs> I yeah. Point two seconds faster. Oh, my yeah. God. But anyways, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm a big proponent of Adventures by Disney. Obviously, it was ridiculously expensive just for the weekend. Um, yeah. But those are things you you cannot do, literally cannot do, unless if you pay an arm and a leg to do a backstage tour at Disneyland or California Adventure, or you do Adventures by Disney. It is once in a lifetime, absolutely. For us who even go all the time, like to be able to do those, like you said, once in a lifetime things, like us biggest Disney fans who go all the time will never be able to do something like that. Like, Mm-mm. yeah, maybe Indiana Jones will break down. Maybe we'll see a little backstage or maybe Raiders, Raiders will break down. We'll see a little bit of backstage to see it intentionally and see how things work. And in going the Imagineers, like I, I know as cast members, like you can't bring someone into the Imagineer building or I don't even think cast members, unless you're Imagineer, can go into that building. So like, again, yeah. that's another thing that you just can't go unless you're doing, I really want to do this. <laughs> you're really selling me on this. Well, I apologize to your bank bank account in advance. <laughs> Disney can take my money. It's fine. It's totally yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. And what I loved about, you know, all of the things that Disney did at all the different places, as I explained before, is you get to speak to the cast members themselves, the people mm-hmm. who live, breathe, and die by it. I mean, I talk about how much I love the parks, and I know we talked about earlier how our hearts go out to all of the cast members right now, but they are really who make the magic. So it is incredible to be able to talk to the people who actually do the maintenance on Soren, who do the maintenance on Indiana Jones and talk Mm -hmm. to them because they're passionate about it. I mean, we know every cast member who we know who is fortunate enough to still be with the company right now, they live, breathe and die by it. It's everybody's life. So the fact that you could speak to someone who does this on their day-to-day basis and get to ask questions and pick their brain. Oh my gosh. I would even do this again. Oh, well, you can go with me when I go. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. That was so amazing. Thank you. Was there any other closing thoughts you may have? Uh, All I have to say is believe it or not, I did not share all the stories of the behind the scenes stuff. We actually did a lot more. Oh, well, then tell it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I. if you ever do it, I want you to figure it out yourself. I don't want to share all the magic. I got to hold a little bit in for you guys to okay. have something unique happen. Okay. So, but yeah, Fine. again. When I win the lottery, I'll go and do yeah. it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I love that yeah. you saved a little bit of nuggets for us to go yeah. experience for the first time. But thank you again mm-hmm. for sharing all of that and basically like kind of taking us on a free version of Adventures by Disney and like a little yeah. overview of it. Happy to do it. And if you guys want to follow my Instagram at just a small world girl, when the world decides to reopen, I actually have another Adventures by Disney trip coming up to Egypt. Oh my gosh. That so, so whenever I do it, I don't post a lot. So you'll see me pop up on your feed sometime. And I usually mm-hmm. post stories while I'm there. So feel free to follow along while we see the pyramids of Egypt with Mickey Mouse. And then we'll get you back on after your Egypt trip and talk all about that. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you so much again, Amanda. We love having you on and sharing your Disney enthusiasm. Of course, I will come anytime you ask. (laughs) 
I hope you guys enjoyed Amanda's story. And if you did enjoy this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. It truly helps this podcast out and new people discover us. And also share with one of your Disney friends. I'm sure they'll love this podcast as well. Again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And last but not least, submit your stories. We are always looking for brand new stories to share on the show. And if it's an incredible story, you may actually be asked to come on the show as a guest. So please go to justsomemagic.com to submit your story. I can't wait to read them all, but until next time, bye. Bye.